Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Friday, September the 9th, and we come off a disappointing day for the Phils. Coming off the thrilling, you know, walk-off win and the... Handle business win. They do take two and three, but what a brutal, brutal loss last night to the Marlins. They lose six to five after having the lead late, a blown save, bad defense. And they lost. And they they beat Alcantara. You know, they had beaten Alcantara. They they had they had they had done enough to win a game against Sandy Alcantara yet again. And uh and they blew it. You know, Hoskins a just disastrous play at first base. Some bad pitching and, you know, fell apart there. And it was a shame because it was a very winnable game. Also a shame because the stupid Brewers won two games yesterday. They sweep the Giants in a doubleheader. It's like, thanks a lot, guys. Um, Beat the crap out of us and then let the Brewers take two from you. Sure. That makes a ton of sense. Um, But a, a frustrating day yesterday as, again, you know, not only do the Phillies lose one they should have won and had won, essentially, um... But they lose a couple games or a game and a half to the Brewers. The Brewers now two and a half games back at the Phillies. Three in the loss column, so that's good news for the Phillies. The uh, the Brewers have play, are 73 and 65. The Phillies are 75 and 62. So two in the win column, three in the loss column ahead. Um, so that's good news. You like to hear that. But um, And again, they do have the tiebreaker. The Phillies are still sitting good with 25 games left to go. They essentially have a three and a half game lead. So... You know they're still they're still okay. It is just uh, so. Last night we did a high ups watch party at Gleason's Bar in Levittown. It was a great time. Shout out to Miller Light for making it happen. Um, and I was driving out there with my buddy Dan, and you know I'm I'm feeling a little confident, but not too confident. We're up five of twenty six to play. I'm like that's pretty good. And and Dan's there, and and his buddy James, and we're all hanging out and um, driving out there. And and Dan was like. Yeah, like I just I can't believe that they're gonna just handle business and and it's not gonna come down to the last game or the last moment or whatever. And it's like you know, yeah, I could see that. But in my head, I'm like, you know, I, th- I feel pretty good right now. And then last night happens, and it's just a reminder that you know it won't be easy. 
It, it just can't be. We're Phillies fans. I do still believe this team is going to make the playoffs. I believe that three and a half with 25 to play will be enough. I believe that the Brewers will not be good enough to make up those games, that the Phillies will win enough games, that the schedule will help all that stuff. But, you know, it certainly was a, a reminder last night of, of uh, you know, those um, uh, deep, um, you know, sense memory that we've talked about, that deep sense memory of, of the last few Septembers and of the last decade plus. And, you know, it's hard to, to break your mind out of that, even subconsciously. It's hard to... You know, not believe that the Phillies are going to break our hearts because, you know, that's been <laughs> our experience in recent history. So, um, so a frustrating night last night, but again, I'm not panicking or anything like that, but it was definitely a, a bummer of a game. We'll go through it, then look at it. There are some reasons for optimism on the injury side to get excited about. Um, I want to talk a little bit about Bryce Harper and his struggles, but let's go back to last night. Again, a brutal, brutal loss. Don't even talk too much about it because it was so frustrating but <laughs> Phillies go down earlier they're down three nothing by the end of the third inning uh, as Gibby you know struggles early then kind of puts it together but not a great outing from Gibby five innings four runs nine hits given up by Gibby and and one walk um, gives up the four earned runs uh, the bullpen does a great job till Robertson um, a shame uh, Vinny Natoli comes in pitches a clean inning Sam Coonrod a clean inning Brad Hand a clean but scary inning um, made it a little scary, but then the ninth, Robertson. So the Phillies uh, in the third get one on a Nick Maton crank to right field. I mean, my dude just crushed it to right out. Then they tie it up in the fourth, uh, RBI ground out from Romuto, and then Bryson Stott coming through the double. Stott, a big hit in the ninth, too, trying to make the comeback happen. Then they go down 4-3 in the fifth. Gibby again just can't kind of hold it there. And then the fifth, they get it back as Alec Bohm triples. Uh, uh, fly. They actually get really lucky here. So the center fielder, Bleday, um pop fly and just, just dropped it. <laughs> like a easy, e- you won't see many missed catches easier than that one by an outfielder. And you know, kind of just, you know, Blade was blase about it. Thank you very much. And <laughs> it, uh, it fell out of his glove. And the Phillies made them pay. Boom. Ironically, it's a towards Blade. He can't get to it. Gets past him. Triple 5-4. Phillies were feeling good. Hey, look at this. Sandy Alcantara. Yet again, another decent showing. Six innings, three earned, five runs total against Alcantara. You know, you'll take that every single time. And then the ninth comes along. And Robertson allows base runners. Reese Hoskins misses a unbelievably easy ground ball. Just just missed it. Just missed it. Missed it. Scores a run. They end up scoring another, and that was it. They couldn't get enough done in the ninth. They threatened, but it wasn't enough. And the Phillies lose, and it's a bummer. Again, a bummer, particularly um, you know in tandem with the Brewers sweeping a doubleheader yesterday. So that is frustrating, but... Again, the Phillies still sitting at technically with the tiebreaker three and a half games up with 25 to play. That is a a substantial, notable lead. Um, but of course, things can change in a hurry if you if you play losing baseball. National Series coming up is massive. You know, they should, they need to handle business against the Nats. Later, we'll look at them, the Brewers, and who they're playing this weekend. And, and you know, obviously, we know it's the Nationals, but the matchups and all that stuff. Um, but last night was a frustrating game. It was a, and I, I think served as a reminder 
um, to what Dan said that, that, you know, it's, it's not gonna be super easy. I even made the point cause we were talking about the schedule and, you know, we've talked a lot about the Astros might not need that series at the end of the season because they might've already clinched the, the best record in the American league and all that. Um, and I made the point, well, you know, theoretically the Phillies might not need that series if they, you know, as of yesterday, five up with 26 play, if they can carry this through, then they won't need to worry about that series either, you know, and, uh, and you know, I'm not going to say stuff like that until a little closer now, <laughs> you know, because it is, um, again, I, I get it. It is, it, 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 we're all just hoping and praying that they make it there. And I think they're going to, but, but, um, I think the main point is like, you know, after all these years and all we've been through, um, we need to see them do it before we're, we're sure it's going to happen. I feel confident in this group. I feel like they're going to get this job done. You know, past making the playoffs is a different story, but I think they're going to get there. But um, it definitely uh, was a, a sharp reminder last night that it won't be easy because it never is. <laughs> never is with this team. But some good news on a couple fronts, which should really help. Um, it looks like Zach Wheeler is doing much better. Um, Todd's like, yeah, an article like yesterday. Um, talking to Zach Wheeler, uh, he was asked to see himself pitching meaningful games down the stretch. He said, hopefully, if, thing ke- if things keep going right, that's my goal. I'd never say definitely because you never know, but yes, that's my goal. I've never pitched in the playoffs, and I want to pitch in the playoffs, so I want to help us get there. Wheeler reiterated that he could have kept pitching with the discomfort in his elbow, but the team chose to give him an opportunity to heal and get better. That's from the Zalecki article, and again, like, you know... Um, you don't feel awesome that he's like, you know, it's his goal and not that, you know, I believe it's going to happen. But then the the fact that he keeps saying he could have pitched through, it just, it's, it's these uh, mixed signals with this. But I do think, again, the fact that he keeps reiterating that he could have pitched through it is a very good sign for the long-term prospects of this thing. You know, again, they would not have allowed him to pitch through it if he had a torn UCL. You know, they've had multiple MRIs now or whatever, no structural damage. So, you know, I feel much better about the injury overall than I did when we first heard about it and all that. But do I think that it's a lock that Wheeler's going to be back and, and good to go for the playoffs? I don't know. Probably not a lock for sure. But, uh, you know, it's he's talking like he's going to be back. I think the Phillies are doing everything they can to get him back. But, you know, it's definitely a, a question. And really to get them in the playoffs too, you know. Um, obviously, you get to a playoff series without Wheeler. That's that's tough. That's a... a Maybe not a death knell, but pretty close. If you're facing the, the Cardinals, the Braves, or the Mets, that's the the options. You know, I think it's tough to win that series without Zach Wheeler. Not impossible, obviously, but tough. Um, but but even just to get there, you know, they could really use Wheeler down the stretch here. Obviously, Falter's been great, um, but they could really use Wheeler back and bringing it for the stretch. So um, we'll see. You know, the Wheeler injury, one of the big, big, big question marks for this team heading into the playoffs, heading into the stretch run here. And uh, we'll see. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm more optimistic than I was about it, which is a good thing. I think it is more likely he pitches in the playoffs than not. But, you know, I'm, I'm, definitely, not, uh, I'm definitely not sure of it, and I'm definitely still concerned. One bit of good news on the injury front, and a better bit of good news, because, again, I think Wheeler it is more good news than bad. Um. Sir Anthony, rehab assignment, coming back. That is just the biggest. Honestly, I, I I think when you get to the playoffs, the Wheeler injury is is paramount, but um, I think in terms of just over the last three weeks or so without these guys, um, you know, the two and a half, three-week stretch without them, that 
they've played worse baseball in. I think that Sir Anthony injury has been a way bigger injury. It has affected this team way more. And obviously, Zach Wheeler is a more valuable player. He is a more important asset for your team and all that stuff. But just in terms of the impact over the last couple of weeks, I don't think there's any question that Sir Anthony injury has been much more detrimental for this team and has totally changed the the flow of this pen, the roles. It's forcing Robertson to pitch more and more, and clearly we're seeing the effects of that as he struggled again last night. And yet, look, not getting help. The defense didn't help and all that, but you're asking Brad Hand to do more. You're asking Alvarado to do more. You're asking all these guys to step into roles and, and do more without Sir Anthony. And you know, for the most part, it has not been nearly as good without him than with him, obviously. And I think that, you know, when you think about the last few weeks of Phillies baseball and the kind of, um, you know, I don't want to say disappointing stretch since Harper came back, and we'll get to Harper, but certainly a, a, a down stretch compared to the stretch of baseball they played prior, the 32 and 20 without Harper. We've seen, uh, you know, less of a, a dominant force of a baseball team since he returned, but, you know, it also coincided with the Sir Anthony injury, and I think that has been the single biggest thing that has hurt this team. Um, and I don't think, you know, we all knew Sir Anthony was important, but I don't think we realized how important until he was gone, you know? And and look, I think you couple with the Knable injury too. I, I think that that hurts. You know, he was finally in a, in a nice groove and was an important part of the bullpen. And, you know, when you lose him and Sir Anthony, it just shows that, you know, like, look, you, you got some dudes here. We feel good about the bullpen for the master majority of the season, but at a certain point you lose really important guys. I mean, you know, Sir Anthony and Knable, you're losing your highest paid reliever and your best reliever, you know, and, and two of your four, two of your three best relievers on the whole, um, you know, that's a, that's a tough break for a team and that's hard to, to weather. So getting Sir Anthony back will be such a massive, massive, massive thing for this team. I think it is again, even more important than getting Zach Wheeler back at this particular moment. Again, the playoffs are a different story, and not to not to underrate how important Sir Anthony would be in the playoffs, too, obviously, for this team, but definitely think that getting Sir Anthony back soon will help this club get into the playoffs. It'll help them win some of these games they've been blowing. I mean, last night was a perfect example. If Sir Anthony's on the team, they win last night. I, I'm, I'm convinced of it. I'm fully convinced if he is healthy and ready to go. And we've had a couple of those lately, you know, and now look, yeah, I think you still lose a fair amount of those Giants and Diamondbacks games without a, uh, without certain thing. But like, you know, that, that last Giants game, you probably win that, you know, there, there are definitely games you can point to. And again, when we're talking about, you know, a playoff lead of, of now two and a half, three and a half of the tiebreaker, or the difference between four and, and five and two and one and all that, like all that stuff matters, you know, each game matters. And, you know, I think that over this stretch here, when we look at Sir Anthony being gone and some of the losses, you could say, oh, they could have won that one. They could have won that one. And and look, we know we can't play that game, right? I mean, how many times did we say earlier in the season about a million different things? I mean, the Girardi firing, a perfect example where we said, you know, obviously super happy they finally fired him. Clearly they needed to. Clearly it was the right decision. Look what the team's done since he's gone. I mean, just uh, um, unbelievable improvement. Again, they were seven games below 500, which were already there. They're 13 over now, so they 20 games over 500 of baseball without Joe Girardi. Um, but what if they had fired him sooner? Could they be 25 games over 500? Could they be 23 games over 500 without him? Could they be 22 even? Like, again, any of those matter, right? I mean, we're, we're, if we're sitting here, I'm saying, all right, you know, the Phillies are three and a half up with 25 to play. That's great. Well, what if they're six and a half up with 25 to play? You know, it is so that that stuff does matter. And there's so many examples of that throughout the season. Obviously, games they blew, games they should have won, the 7 1 Mets game, like all these different things. Um, 
But, you know, I think when we when we look back, especially because of the end of the season, if they do blow this, and again, I don't think they will, but I think we'll look at the Sir Anthony injury and be like, wow, that really, really hurt this team. Really hurt this team for a stretch. Um, but I think getting him back, I think, could change the fortunes. Again, such a, a massively important series this weekend against the Nationals. Like, such a big stretch of games these next six against the Nats and the Marlins because then you got that Braves... Blue Jays stretch where it's seven against the Braves with two against the Blue Jays sandwiched in there. Um, you know, that's a stretch of tough baseball against teams that are fighting for playoff spots. The Blue Jays fighting for a wild card spot. The Braves fighting to win the division. So, you know, those are teams that are motivated and talented. You know, the obviously the Phillies went to Toronto and got swept. Now they weren't with their full complement of players, but um, you know, that was a tough one. And now they got to face that team here for two games. The Braves, obviously, the Phillies are six and six against the Braves this year, but um, Braves are a great baseball team, and you know they know what to do at this time of year. So, um, you know, so so it's a really really important stretch of six games here against the Nats and the Marlins. You got to take advantage of this, especially you know with the Padres. Uh, excuse me, the um, the schedule that the the Brewers have coming up as well with the Mets and the Yankees and all that stuff. We'll get to it all, but. Um, you, know, you need to take advantage here. You need to take advantage of these games against these teams. It is crucially, crucially important. All right, couple uh, hitters I want to talk about, and then we'll, we'll look ahead. Uh, I mentioned the Harper thing, and um, you know it has been frustrating. I think we all know that. I'm sure you know. I think it's frustrating for him more than anything. You know, I think um, you know Harper again last night, zero for four, three strikeouts. Um, has just not had the timing. Has not had the power. Um, and that's something we've talked about before, but you know, it's something that you should have been expecting. I think that the home runs in Lehigh Valley kind of blinded us to the fact that when people have this injury, it takes a little time for their power to come back. You know, whether it's the broken wrist, broken hand, broken hamate bone, like, you know, that usually is a power sapper. And I think we're seeing that with Harper. He's not been lifting the ball, driving the ball. When he does get hits, it's usually, you know, um, little singles or whatever, you know, he's not really driven the ball much. And I, and I think that's, that's the result of the injury and getting back. And of course the timing too, and all that we all remember last year after the, you know, ball, the face, it, when he came back those first two weeks, he really struggled, really struggled. Um, but the, the power thing is concerning. Uh, I do feel concerned about that. Um, look, I think Bryce Harper is such a great hitter that he can be a massive asset to a team without the power. But obviously, the power is part of what makes him special too. So, um, so we'll see. You know, it's good to have him back. Obviously, just period. But you know, obviously, the team has not played as well since he's been back, and there there could be many a multitude of reasons for that. And I think you know, one of the biggest is that we learned Sir Anthony got hurt <laughs> for real. But um, you know, maybe they ease up. Maybe they whatever. Maybe they feel like they don't have to push as hard when Harper gets back. Who knows? And I, I don't like Harper in the four hole. We've talked about that. There's a lot of things that I would change right now, especially with the way it's going. Um, but, it, you know, I definitely think Harper's frustrated. You know, we've seen him do some boneheaded stuff that, that not even just boneheaded, you know, because sometimes he'll be dumb on the bases and stuff like that, but more just, um, you know, not headed in the game stuff. You know, we all remember the, you know, a couple nights ago, obviously, the, you know, not running it out to second eventually gets in there after the ball drops and is very lucky because they win the game on the square walk-off. But, you know, we were... You know, him being out and the Marlins, you know, scoring a run and winning the game away from, like, days of crushing Bryce Harper for not running out of ball, you know. <laughs> you know that was coming. I mean, and honestly, it was deserved. I mean, he should have been crushed. That was totally unacceptable, especially in that spot. The ninth inning of that game, like, 
running out, man. Like, I know you're frustrated, but that was that was totally unacceptable. I'm sure Harper knows it too. And the next night gets picked off first base in a, in a spot by the catcher. I mean, just not locked in in the way Bryce Harper is normally locked in, certainly not in the way he was locked in before he got hurt. And, you know, I, I definitely think the Harper thing's a little concerning. I'm not concerned long-term or anything like that, but I do think that right now in this moment, coming back from this injury, he's struggling to get to where he wants to be. And I think it's taking its toll on him, both, both you know, certainly mentally. You know, I think that that is contributing to his struggles. I think, you know, he needs to to get right, so to speak, get his the 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 mental side of his baseball right. He needs to be locked into the games again. You know, I understand that you're not where you need to be, but that is no excuse to get picked off first base in that spot in the ninth inning. Is no or the eighth inning. It's no excuse to not run that ball out. I mean, it's just, it's not okay. And I think Bryce Harper knows that. I'm sure he's mad at himself for these things. We've known Bryce Harper enough to know that, you know, he takes accountability and and he is um, someone who generally plays the game the right way and all that. So I'm sure he's annoyed at himself. I'm sure we're not the only ones, but, um, and I get it. I'm sure the fact that he's struggling is is, is frustrating him, but um, it's, it's, it's concerning. You want to see Harper be better, so. Um, hopefully you can kind of put it together over the next few days, maybe get some of that power back and start to feel better. Um, the other guy I just wanted to quickly talk about, cause we have not, not given him enough credit. Um, and that's JT Romito. I mean, uh, didn't get a hit last night, but Romito, the way this guy's turned his season around both offensively and defensively, I mean, slashing 268, 339, 453 now. Um, you know, that's a almost 800 OPS you know, for a guy who, was a disaster for the first half of the season or the first, you know, third of the season. Like an out and out. I mean, we were rightfully so calling for Garrett Stubbs to play more games. And Stubbs, he's been good when he's played, you know, but, but man, uh, JT, what he has done really since that Toronto series, since he couldn't go to Toronto and, you know, made the moronic comment about the money and all that. And, you know, just a little bit of money and all that, like, in you know, apologize and all that for it. But, um, you know, ever since then, he's been a, a completely and totally different player. He has been just awesome. One of the most important players on this team, one of the better players all around in baseball, certainly from a numbers perspective, when you look at the advanced statistics and all that, like what JT has done over the last couple of months has been pretty freaking impressive. He has been, you know, um, probably the most important Philly you know, for a while it was Alec Bohm. There was no question, and Bohm is one of those guys. I mean, Bohm's still bat in the high two nineties; like he's been awesome. But I think you know, all around, when you look over the last you know couple months, the you know time without Harbor, this and that. You know, Schwarber was good for a while. Castellanos really helped out for a while. All that, but you know, on the whole, I think if you talk about offensively, defensively across the board, who's been the Phillies' most important player over that stretch? I think it might be JT Romito. Um, if not, it's certainly you know right there. He has been so crucial for this team. And, and again, the defense, you know, the, the, we had almost forgotten, you know, don't run on JT. Oh, that was like a thing. And then it kind of went away and, oh, it's back. It's back in a big way. And uh, he's been great. You know, so credit where due. I, 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 that's on me. You know, I've not given JT enough credit for what he's been doing. We talk about it on a day-to-day basis and, you know, as it happens, but, um, just on the whole, I I feel like I have not given enough credit to to JT for what he's done. So I felt like he deserved the deserved the flowers there because he's really been great. Now you know need it need another month of it. We need to get there, 
And uh, him along with Gene, you know, Gene, the, the most games played by a Major League Baseball player, current active without making the playoffs. Romito's second. You know, so both those guys have real motivation to, to finish it out down the stretch. Speaking of which, we look ahead to the weekend as the Phillies have the Nationals. We'll get to that in a sec. Uh, Brewers weekend, also pretty easy, as they get the Cincinnati Reds at home. Uh, Nick Lodolo, our guy going tonight. Maybe he can pitch as well against the Brewers as he does against the Phillies. But then a tough stretch. They have three against Cincinnati, but then, and, and we won't go through the whole schedule because I know we've done that, but then they have two against in St. Louis, then they're home for six against the New York teams. Three against the Yankees, three against the Mets. So their next 11 games, they have three easy ones against the Mar- uh, against the Reds, but then it gets tough. The Phillies, on the other hand, have six more easy ones before they get into that Braves Blue Jays stretches. They have three against the Nats this weekend, then an off day Monday, then three against the Marlins. They have to take advantage of these games. It is so crucially important. Again, with that Atlanta stretch coming up next, it is the Atlanta uh, uh, Blue Jays stretch. It is just so epically, epically important um, for them to to make this happen here. Because again, then it, it gets easy for both. Because um, they have four against the Reds after that New York New York series at home for the Brewers, and those series aren't in, in Milwaukee, so that does help them. Um, so it's a really important series. You wouldn't think the series against the Nationals would be really important, but man, a series against the Nationals is really freaking important this weekend. So hopefully the Phillies can handle business. Cindergard on the hill tonight, going up against Patrick Corbin, who's been terrible for the Nats. Ranger tomorrow against Eric Fetty, and then on Sunday. Aaron Nola against Sanchez. Uh, Anibal Sanchez back. I didn't even realize they had brought him back, but there you go, Anibal Sanchez. Um, big weekend. Phillies need to handle business. It is everything. It's so important. You've got to be minimum two or three and honestly sweep these fools. There's a minor league club out there. Sweep them. Let's, let's freaking start next week of feeling good again because right now we're a little nervous after last night. So... Uh, big weekend, Cinder on the Hill tonight. Hopefully they can handle business, whatever happens. Of course, we'll be at, be back to react to it on Monday. So until then, have a wonderful weekend. And thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com.